Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, July 11th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The Trump administration has launched an investigation into French plans to tax big tech companies. And Amazon Music has become the fastest-growing streaming service. But first, Wall Street closed near record highs on Wednesday. The FT's James Politi walks us through what Fed Chairman Jay Powell said to give investors a boost. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. For months, Donald Trump has wanted the Federal Reserve to cut U.S. interest rates. And it looks like the president might finally get his wish. Fed Chairman Jay Powell gave a dovish testimony to Congress yesterday that cemented expectations of a rate cut at its next policy meeting later this month. Economic momentum appears to have slowed in some major foreign economies, and that weakness could affect the U.S. economy. Moreover, a number of government policy issues have yet to be resolved, and there is a risk that weak inflation will be even more persistent than we currently anticipate. And investors who have been anticipating a rate cut for several weeks sent Wall Street's main barometers near record highs. The S&P 500 index briefly crossed the 3,000-point threshold for the first time. The Nasdaq and the Dow Jones both closed in the green, too. Short-term U.S. Treasury bonds, which are sensitive to monetary policy moves, rallied alongside stocks. The dollar weakened against other major currencies. The FT's James Politi has more on Mr. Powell's testimony and the Fed's outlook on the U.S. economy. Jay Powell gave a testimony to the House Financial Services Committee in Congress and sent the strongest signal yet the U.S. Central Bank intends to cut rates at its next policy meeting at the end of July. And this is quite a, a reversal considering that it spent most of last year tightening monetary policy and raising interest rates. But with sort of trade tensions escalating and amid concerns about the global economic outlook and some soft data, the Fed is increasingly moving towards reversing some of the interest rate hikes that it pushed through last year in an attempt to basically get ahead of a possible slowdown in the economy. Last week, we saw some pretty positive numbers come out of the U.S. jobs report. How did that play into Jay Powell's thinking? Well, interestingly, um, Jay Powell said that the encouraging jobs report was positive news, and he was happy about that. But he said it didn't meaningfully change the outlook for him. He said that overall, economic data has been pretty weak, especially business investment. And so essentially, he was saying stronger labor market data was encouraging, but it's not enough to stop the momentum towards an interest rate cut at the end of the month. And James, how big is the rate cut that we can expect? We are expecting at least a 25 basis point cut. So the main interest rate in the United States set by the Fed is at a sort of target range, which is between two Uh, 0.25% and 2.5%. And so we're expecting that to go down to at least a range between 2 and 2.25%. However, there are some economists that believe that the Fed might go even further and cut by 50 basis points. There are some market watchers who don't quite agree with the Fed and with Mr. Powell that it's time to cut rates. Can you explain why that is? 
the actual data doesn't necessarily justify a rate cut at the moment. So the argument for cutting rates is that it would be a preventive rate cut, but the actual data hasn't been you know, particularly weak. Stock markets are at record highs at the moment. And so the fear is that you might be fomenting some kind of an asset bubble by cutting rates at this time. And the other concern is that far from sort of avoiding a new recession, if you cut rates now, then you're actually limiting your ability to tackle the next recession once it comes because you have less room to maneuver. All this happened, and then also the Federal Open Market Committee released its meeting minutes from June. What did those reveal? The minutes from the June meeting revealed that the Fed was sort of intensely debating a rate cut at the last meeting, decided to hold off. Only a couple of Fed officials were arguing for an immediate rate cut, but many were actually suggesting that one could happen in the near term and should happen in the near term. And so that kind of reinforced the idea that a rate cut in July at the end of the month is sort of a done deal at this point. And they also laid out some of the reasons for why a rate cut would be warranted at this point. So I think that all in all, the minute suggested that there was a sort of strong drive and desire to press ahead with monetary easing at the Fed. They had just decided to hold off temporarily and were waiting to sort of make sure that their sort of gloomier outlook in terms of the risks to the U.S. economy remained in place before pressing the button. And here are the rest of today's headlines. The Trump administration will investigate a plan by the French government to tax big tech companies. The French Senate is set to vote on a special services tax on Thursday. The plan would put a 3% levy on the sales of companies with digital business models and with revenues of more than 750 million euros globally and 25 million euros in France. It would affect about 30 companies, including U.S. groups such as Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google's owner Alphabet. Robert Lighthizer, the U.S. trade representative, says Washington is concerned that the potential tax unfairly targets American companies. And now the U.S. will conduct a so-called Section 301 investigation into the French tax. That could result in the U.S. imposing trade tariffs on France. The probe is similar to the one the U.S. conducted in 2017, just before raising tariffs on China. But Washington must first seek a negotiated settlement with Paris, before going ahead with any tariffs. When it's not promoting Amazon's global shopping event, kick off Prime Day with the music event of the summer, the Prime Day Concert, presented by Amazon Music. Amazon Music is celebrating a milestone. It has become the fastest-growing streaming service, making music the latest industry to be disrupted by the e-commerce group. That's faster than Apple, Google, and even Spotify. Sources familiar with the group's performance say the number of people subscribing to Amazon Music Unlimited has grown by almost 70% in the past year. In April, it had 12 million subscribers. That number jumps to 32 million if you count Amazon's other music services. Now compare that with Spotify. It still remains the world's largest streaming service with 100 million subscribers. 
but it's growing at only about 25% a year. The head of Amazon Music told the FT there's a gap in the market for middle America and older consumers. About 14% of Amazon Music subscribers are aged 55 and older. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be shifting focus from the Fed to the European Central Bank. The ECB is set to publish the minutes of its June policy meeting today. And then we'll shift focus back to the Fed, with Jay Powell returning to Capitol Hill for day two of his congressional testimony on monetary policy. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. 